Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every single day for, oh, about 13 minutes or so. A short time, but it keeps us in God's Word, and that helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because the Scriptures tell us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. But it also helps us to stay in touch with God through His Word, focused on our souls, on a relationship with God. You know people in your life who need to change their focus, their direction in life. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God, about their souls. Help them. Help them change. Help them get on the road to heaven by sharing these short studies with them consistently. They may not sit down and have a lengthy Bible study with you, but they may consent to listening to these studies that you share with them. So do that with your family members, your friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can. What a blessing to help somebody get to heaven by sharing these studies with them. It's a great blessing for them, to be sure, but it's also a great blessing for you. So make that commitment. Follow through and start sharing today. We're getting back into our study, asking the question, can a Christian fall from grace? Or another way of putting it, can a saved Christian be lost after having been saved? The answer is yes to both questions. However you word it, yes. Now there are many out there who say, absolutely not, you cannot fall from grace. Once you're in God's grace, you can never fall from grace. Once you're saved, you can never be lost. Well, we've already gone through so many texts of Scripture that indicate otherwise that it is almost unnecessary to really look at them again in detail because it's been one after another. We've probably looked at a dozen different texts already, and there are so many more that indicate that just because a person has come to Christ doesn't mean that he can never turn away no matter how he lives his life. If he goes back into worldly lifestyle, into sinful practices, absolutely he can fall from grace. He's he's condemned in sin again. He can be lost after having been saved. Now he can repent and come back to God through Christ, but he can't go back into sinfulness after having been forgiven and think, no problem. I can't fall from grace, from God's grace. I can't be lost because I'm saved. Absolutely absurd. Remember what we read last time in Galatians 5, beginning with verse 2. And Paul was talking to Christians who had been taught false doctrine. They came from a Gentile background And they had some false teachers come in after they had become Christians, teaching them that they needed to be circumcised according to the law of Moses. And Paul wrote in verse 4, you have become estranged or cut off, I believe another translation says, from Christ. You cannot be cut off from something you're not attached to. You have been cut off from Christ. You have been estranged from Christ. You who attempt to be justified by law, that is the law of Moses. 
You have fallen from grace, Paul says. I didn't say that. Paul said that. He wrote it by inspiration. As an inspired writer of God's word, you have fallen from grace. That erases any doubt in the question. Can a Christian fall from grace? Yes, he was writing this to Christians in Galatia. He said, if you go back to the law of Moses, if you take that up, even this one tenet of it, that you must be circumcised to keep the law of Moses, he said, you've fallen from grace. You're in a saved relationship with God right now through Jesus Christ. You go back to the old law which Jesus came to fulfill or bring to a conclusion and replaced with the gospel of Christ. You go back to that old law, you've fallen from grace. You've gone away from Christ, lost after having been saved. In Galatians 6 and verse 1, Paul instructs the Christians in Galatia, Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, or you who are still faithful, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Now, the idea of restoring means bring back into that right relationship with God. You don't restore somebody to something they weren't in to begin with. He's talking about a Christian. If, you t if, if, if there's a Christian who is caught up in sin, you restore him. You bring him back into that right relationship. Well, why would it be necessary for him to be restored if he can't fall from grace, if he can't be lost once he's saved. I used to work with a young man many, many, many years ago in the grocery business who was a Christian. He got caught up, caught up in sinfulness again. He was having an adulterous relationship with another young woman to whom he was not married. He was married, but not to that woman. Now, was it okay? Could he just continue in that adulterous relationship? Could he fall from grace? Because he had been saved, was he still saved even though he was living in sin? Obviously not. He was, in his soul was in jeopardy. As long as he continued in that sin, he was lost. Even though he was a Christian, he was lost. He was in jeopardy of falling from grace, from God's grace. In Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, Paul wrote, Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap, if, if we do not lose heart. Why put that last part in there? If it's not possible to be lost once saved. If it's not possible to fall from grace. In Ephesians chapter 5, beginning with verse 3. Fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not even be named among you as it is fitting for saints. Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. 
For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. These were Christians to whom Paul was writing this letter, and this particular context of Scripture. If there was no problem with their falling from grace, potentially, by entering into any of these sinful practices which he mentioned here, then why mention them at all? If they could not be lost after having been saved, then why the warning here? And why is he saying, This you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man, who is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God? Why in the world is he warning them, Don't get back into these practices. Don't be drawn in by the allurement of the temptations the devil might use on you. Can you fall from grace? Absolutely, if you don't stay faithful to God through Jesus Christ. In Philippians 2 and verse 12, Paul wrote, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling? What in the world does that mean? if they cannot be lost once they're saved, if they cannot fall from God's grace after coming into it through Jesus Christ and being saved. He's telling this to Christians. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. He says you need to pay attention to your faithfulness, to your salvation. You need to keep walking the walk, not just talking the talk. You need to live that faithful life. Can you fall from grace over and over and over again if we don't pay close enough attention, if we don't live the life of the faithful faithful Christian? Yes, we can fall from grace. Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8, the Apostle Paul wrote, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Well, how could they be cheated of their faith, of their faithfulness, of their salvation, if they could not fall from grace? If they could not put themselves in jeopardy of being lost after having been saved, by following some false philosophy, some tradition of men that contradicts the teachings of God. According to the basic principles of the world, going back into worldly practices, why again this warning where Paul begins with the word beware? We need to beware. Because if we're careless with our souls, with our faith, with our dedication to Christ, we can be lost. Remember again what Jesus said in Revelation 2 and verse 10, be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. In fact, read those seven letters to those seven churches and almost every one of them, most of them, Jesus warns If you do not change, 
you're in danger of being lost. Read those letters. Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3. Let's go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Father, help us to beware of the devil's desire to pull us away from you, to lead us into unfaithfulness, to lead us back into condemnation through sin. Please watch over us and protect us from all of his wiles and ways. Help us to stand strong in the face of the temptations that he throws at us. And help us to take comfort in knowing that you are faithful to us as long as we stay faithful to you. And you will always make a way for us to say no to those temptations. According to what you had your Apostle Paul write in 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13. Thank you, Father, for that promise. Help us, help us to pay attention, to be dedicated, unwaveringly, always. And thank you for promising therein that home in heaven with you for all of eternity. Please forgive us, gracious Father. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen.